Today, I want to talk about something that's dear to my heart and I believe is a timely word for all of you watching. You know, our desire as a pastor is we want you to succeed in this life. We want you to progress. We want you to move forward. We want you to be victorious in everything that you do. Whether it's a spiritual issue, it's finances, it's your schooling, it's your job, it's your family. We want you to win. That's why we have all these messages every Sunday to encourage you. You know, the Bible is perhaps one of the most practical books ever written. I love it. I love it because it's not just spiritual. It's actually very practical. And I tell my friends that you don't need the Bible when you're dead. You need it when you're alive. You need it here on earth so that you can win on earth. It's not just practical. It is full of wisdom. It comes directly from the Word of God. While it is God-breathed and very spiritual, it helps us become victorious in our day-to-day -day lives. And it presents very clear-cut instructions on how we can win regards, with regards to every area of our lives. Today, I want to talk about something very spiritual. And this message is entitled, Hard Work and Commitment. How many of you consider yourself a hard worker? Do you work hard? If you're a student, do you study hard? You know, once upon a time, I asked my son, you know, son, how did you become a very successful in schooling or, or probably your studies? Probably is because you're smart or intelligent. And he said, no, dad, it's not because I'm just, I'm intelligent. It's because I just really, you know, I study hard. And he said, I believe the guys who study eight hours will, will, will probably be more successful than the guy who studied an hour a day. My second question is this, how many of you are committed to whether your work, your family, to your studies, and to God. I only have two main verses that I'd like to talk about and share with you today. Just two verses. Two verses that can change your life. It has changed mine. The first verse is found in Proverbs 14.23. It says, All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Mere talk leads only to poverty. You see, I live both in the United States and here in the Philippines. And I love my, this nation, the Philippines. Of course, I love the, 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 my, you know, my friends in the United States. I'm a Philam. I'm both American and Filipino at the same time. But I've seen the difference in both countries. I've seen that there's so many you know, well-to-do people in, in the States and more impoverished people here in the Philippines. And this verse can probably help. Again, all hard work brings profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. The second verse I'd like to share with you is in Proverbs 16, verse 3. It says, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and He will establish your plans. In the NLT versions, it says, commit your actions to the Lord. Okay, not your belief, your actions, and your plans will succeed. Let's pray. Lord, help me help others, you know, in their daily lives. 
Father, speak through me so that we can, you know, we can help others become successful in everything that they do. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, I was born in the Philippines, and my parents had to work hard abroad in Nigeria, in Lagos, Nigeria, West Africa, for almost 20 years. They were both doctors. They had to leave the country in the 1960s because they understood that it was so tough here. They understood that they wanted to provide for us. You know, we're seven children, and they found it necessary to give us good education. So although the money they sent every month wasn't enough, it was enough to put us to school because they valued education. They believed that if we had the knowledge, we had the skills and the character, we would do well in life. They had to pay the price, the price of being away and separated from us. They loved us so much that they were physically not present. They had to sacrifice the times. Those were difficult times. No. My mom and dad had to go there. My ma mom and dad, you know, they walked through the daily grind and the challenges of a growing child. But we, you know, my, we, had a, we had a grandmother, rather, when my parents weren't here. My grandmother was actually my mother. And my uncle, the brother of my mom, was my dad. He became the, they became the mom and the dads for us siblings. My parents in Nigeria, they would call us long distance almost every single day. Sometimes when the phone rings, we don't want to talk to them anymore because we just talked to them the other day. But every time they call us, they would say, Jay, we love you. We're sacrificing here. We miss you. They had to make sacrifices for our own future. We had our shares of problems growing up without them. You know, it's hard to have parents who are not physically there. They worked very hard to provide for us, but it wasn't enough. We had to eat together. How many of you know the food wasn't enough? They, they keep telling us that, hey, you have to eat lunch and dinner together because if you go first, you know, you might consume all the food. They did that so we can share equally the food. Otherwise, it's not gonna be enough. We don't have the luxury of eating in restaurants and watching movies like most of the other kids. We just needed to survive. Their sacrifices and actions later on would pay off. I'm about to teach you some very important lessons, so listen well, especially you young guys right now. Here is one thing I have to tell you if you're, you're, you're a child, if you're still under your parents. Don't take education for granted. Study hard and get educated so you will get ahead in life. You know, there were times when I miss my parents. There were times when I was lonely. There were times when I feel that I did not fit in. So it wasn't, I wasn't focused so much on school. And I did things that I'm not proud of. I was bullied and I got myself into more trouble than I should have. And my life could have easily taken a turn for the worse. But I was blessed to have my grandmother, I call her Mamang Kunching, and my uncle, um, Uncle er Netoy, Tito Netoy, the only brother of my dad who helped us through those hard times. I had the opportunity to go to the high school, a good school in the Philippines. Some of you might not have some, someone who can help you through some tough times. Some of you may not have parents around you. Or some of you may have had a hard environment growing up. Maybe you live in a neighborhood where you don't feel safe. Maybe you don't have friends or family that can give you the support you need. 
or maybe you don't you have friends that are pressuring you to do things you that's not right for you or maybe you know um the surroundings wasn't perfect but let me tell you this maybe you could be a great writer good enough to write a book one day but you might not get to know it until you write your English paper or essay or poem that your school is asking you to do. Some of you may be good in multimedia and video editing, good enough to make short clips and movies, but you will never know until you start tinkering with Canva and CapCut and start developing those skills and becoming the best that you can be. And you might be the next developer of an app, maybe the best editor for Disney. Maybe some of you, you can draw. You have the gift of drawing. You might be the next Monet or Van Gogh until you start practicing them in your art classes. Maybe you're good with numbers, right? Some of you are good mathematicians. And start answering more difficult problems in algebra and trigonometry that can lead you to the best. You can be the next best engineer or architect who will build the next wonder of the world. Or you're the best banker or financial consultant who could help the less fortunate people have a better life. Or an accountant who can help the nations build better economies or a businessman who would employ thousands and provide jobs for the people. Some of you are very creative. You might invent the next iPhone or maybe the next medicine or vaccine. The next inventor who will make this life a better place to live in. But you will not know until you do your project in your science class. Maybe you can be the next mayor, the next senator or Supreme Court justice, but you're not gonna know until you join your student government or the debate team. No matter what you want to do with your life, you will only find it once you expose yourself and engage and join different clubs to see where God's leading you, to find out what you really are passionate in doing. But whatever it is, you're gonna need a good education. Whether you want to be a doctor, a nurse, an architect, a lawyer, an engineer, a government official, you're going to need a good education to get there. You can't just drop out of school and drop into a good job. But all of this begins when you're young. You, learn, you need to learn how to work hard, how to study hard. You should outwork anyone. That's my rule for myself. I'm going to outwork everyone. You may, I may not be the smartest, I may not be the brightest, but I'm going to outwork everybody. You see, if you start working hard, if you start studying hard, studying new skills, learning new things, you're going to be very successful because all hard work brings profit. You may not see it right away, but I'll tell you, you, some of you have the best position in the world. You have good families. You're well provided for. Take advantage of that. Not everybody has a, a, a position like that. Hard work is necessary. Very, very important. But another thing that's so important is commitment. The Bible says, commit your plans to the Lord. How is your commitment level? There are levels of commitment. Some people are committed based on convenience. I'm only, I'm only committed because it's convenient for me. When it's not, I'm not committed. Some people are committed based on priorities. What are your priorities? Is God your priority? Is schooling a priority? 
Is your business a priority? Is your family a priority? I'm committed based on priorities. Some of you are committed because you need to. Some of you are committed because you want to. But some are committed because God told them to. Do you ever hear God tell you to be committed? Is your life under the Lordship of God where your commitments are based on God's word? Sometimes God tells me to do things I don't want to do. Let me tell you this. Many times I don't like to do it. But you know what? I'm committed. I'm going to do it anyway. Life is hard. Life is not easy. Commitment will take, will, will, you, you, it takes time and money. But it is important that we have commitment and hard work. Commitment. Some people are asking, commitment? How do I get committed? I'll give you some tips how to increase commitment. Listen to this. This is so important. Commitment increases when you're surrounded with people who are committed to something. Don't go around hanging out with people who don't have you know, the right priorities. Don't go around hanging out with people who don't have you know, character and hard work. Hang around with people who are committed to something, who believe in something. Commitment increases when you're surrounded with people who are committed. Commitment increases when you begin to see small progress and results. It doesn't have to be big. As long as you're moving forward, one tiny step at a time. Because commitment takes time. Results takes time. But as long as you're progressing, you're going to become committed. Commitment increases when you just do it. <laughs> Nike, just do it. You know, I'll tell you something. There are things I have to do I don't like to do. I don't like to run. You know, I'm, I'm into running. I like to run. I, now I enjoy running. But you know what? I just put on my sneakers and I run. I don't want to think because every time, if I think, I'm not going to do it. Just do it. Commitment increases when your vision of the future is clear. You know where you're going? Now, if it's not clear, ask for help. Ask other people to help you. Join the vision of a person you, you, you know it's, oh, this is worth it. I'm going to join his vision. There's nothing wrong with that. I've partnered with so many people in my life that brought me to where I am. And I've also done things that are not right. But commitment increases when your vision of the future is clear. Friends, work hard. Work hard. Outwork everyone around you. And folks, be committed to the call of God in your life. Right now, if you're, a, if you're a student, be committed to your studies. If you are a family man, be committed to your family, to your work. Work hard. Be committed. And lastly, be committed to the call of God in your life. It is very important that we hear this instruction manual. Be committed in hearing God through His Word daily. Open your Bibles. If you don't understand it, find somebody who can mentor you, who can help you, who can disciple you. Because everybody succeeds. It is not to the bright or to the intelligent or to the strong. It is to the people who work hard and who are committed to the things that God's telling them to do. 